This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. You know, there still may be quite a few for sale signs on homes out there. I'm sure you've seen some. But what is the likelihood right now for the actual sale of those homes given everything else that's happening. A month ago, it was a different story, right? It seemed like sales were just about to take off. I mean, I certainly saw evidence of that in my neighborhood. Three houses went up for sale, three houses sold within two weeks. But now COVID-19 has changed everything. Let's talk more about that now. Cameron McNeil joins us with McNeil Lalonde and Associate Real Estate Services. Thank you so much for being here, Cameron. Good morning, Simi. How are you? Good, thank you. Tell me, what are you seeing out there right now with the market? Well, you know, I've just listened to all your news headlines, and and uh, I think all but one is uh, is is somehow related to this incredible uh, uh, COVID situation that that we're in at the moment, and and of course it's a global situation, um, and it has now um, uh, hit all sectors of of the economy, and and has also now hit the real estate market. So we are seeing. Um, more than just signs of it, we're seeing um, a, a significant slowdown in, in overall sales uh, activity at the tail end of the March um, figures that we track. Right. It, it, but it was picking up, though, wasn't it? Like, I feel like February had been shaped. More listings came on the market and there seemed to be some activity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we have to go back to 2016-17 to really kind of understand our real estate patterns. We had, as you recall, a very hot market in in 2016-17, the NDP um, uh, provincial government put in some some initiatives that were a catalyst to to quite a a sharp cooling of the real estate market. And um, the market was was in quite a slump from the summer of 2018 right through to the summer of 2019. From the summer of 2019 right through to February, we saw an increasing market. And February was a real spike over... um, previous year mm-hmm. um year over year it was almost double the sales activity um and then um, um it was even uh, more activity from from january and all all activity was trending upwards both in in uh, volumes as well as the pricing was starting to rise again okay and, so uh, where does that leave us then <clears throat> well with march it's a, it's a confusing month because although covid was was starting to to come into our into our world uh, in early march and the stock market had already come off we still saw transactional uh, transaction volumes escalating for the first 10 days of March. But then the, uh, the last two weeks of March, it's fallen right off. So the overall average is showing that it was up from, from February, but all of that activity was mostly in the first half of March. So what does that say for what is selling right now, if anything? It's, it's too hard to know because um, the numbers are not available on a day-by-day basis. Um, but, you know, the physicality of, of of um, real estate is important. So if, if someone buying buying a home, um, they do need to, to see it physically or, or shop around and look at their options. And and that, that is really difficult now for, for most people. Um, our business is, is um, in selling new condominium uh, developments throughout greater Metro Vancouver. And mm-hmm. All of our showrooms are shut down. And even individual houses and, and um, uh, uh, open houses, for example, uh, those are also... Um, uh, not available right. to people. But Cameron, isn't, is the market adapting at all though, right? Because like, we've seen retailers having to adapt. We Restaurants have had to adapt to takeout. What is the real estate market doing then to adapt? Yeah, there's lots of, lots of uh, tools to put information in people's hands. So, yeah. uh, uh, you know, we, we've always seen things such as virtual tours and, 
and information uh, accessible to people online, and, and that, of course, is escalating. So uh, there's a rush to, to have more information available online, um, and you know, our firm, for example, is building a whole platform where we can not just um, uh, have people to be able to, to see the real estate, but that we can interact with them up with a sales individual, someone that can actually have a conversation and, and you know, help answer their questions and help educate them on the, on the real estate. But nevertheless, that will inform the, the public, but what is really happening with, 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 with this disruption is, is consumer confidence is, is coming up. Yeah. People are losing their jobs and, and, uh, it's affecting their, their families and many, many families are at home with, with, uh, with children schooling. And there's, there's just so much uncertainty and fluidity with the situation that people are just sitting tight. So this is, I think, less about, about the logistics of selling real estate and it's much more about what's going on with with people's minds and just, just how difficult and disruptive and painful this really is for people. Right. So once again, it sounds like though the market is just going to have to wait this one out. Yes. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> there is, uh, uh, as you pointed out earlier, this, this uh, incredible demand that we have as an underlying fundamental. And the country's growing rapidly. You know, we have a, an aging population. We're going to continue to to uh, see strong immigration into into Canada and uh, we, as I always say, and as, as we all know, that you know Vancouver and Canada is one of the best places, if not the best place to live in the world, and that, that pressure will always be there. So what's that informing us is, is that when we do return to it, I call it a new normal, because I think it's going to be um, uh, you know, disruptive for quite some time. Mm-hmm. But as we do we'll return to a new normal of our lives, uh, Vancouver is going to be a, a real spotlight as, as a place to, to want to live. Well, Cameron, I enjoy your glass half full attitude. I think people need to hear that right now. So listen, well, thank you. Well, very, it's hard. It's, it, it is really difficult to, to think about silver linings in these, in these really difficult times. Um, we all know so many people that are that are being affected right now today, yeah. um, and and I, we don't know how how quick it will return. Um, it could take some time, or it most likely will take some time. But um, but if we think long term and we think about yeah, um, how Canada is is um, is reaching out to our neighbors and, and the sense of community that we have it makes me proud to be Canadian. And it's those it's that cultural force that that adds to Canada being um, one of the top destinations in the world for people to live. And so, long term, I think people can understand that real estate is going to be incredibly demanded in this country. Well, on that note, Cameron, thank you very much for your time. All right. Thank you, Sammy. Have a good morning. You too. That is Cameron McNeil, partner and executive director at McNeil Lalonde, associate real estate service providers, talking about the long-term outlook. And he said, that's what real estate, you have to do right now with real estate. Take the long-term vision for this, not the short-term vision, because the short-term, as with everything else right now, is incredibly disrupted.